tired. Amen. Anybody got a word on your heart this morning? Anything you need to do? Anything at all? Amen. Quiet this morning. We need to go back to bed and try her again. Amen. Turn your Bibles this morning, if you will, to Deuteronomy chapter number 4. Deuteronomy chapter number 4. And when you find your place, if you would please stand and say amen real loud. So I know you're ready. Deuteronomy chapter number 4. There we go. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter number 4 and verse number 1. The Bible says this, Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. The Bible said, You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. The Bible said, Your eyes have seen what the Lord did because of Baal Peor. For all the men that followed Baal Peor, the Lord thy God had destroyed them from among you. The Bible said, But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God, are alive, every one of you, this day. Verse number 5 says, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that ye should do so in the land, whither ye go in to possess it. Let's pray. Dear Lord, most kind, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, we come to you today, and God, we just pray, Lord, that you would just touch, God. God, we pray that you would move. God, we pray that you would encourage us. Father God, we pray that you would strengthen us, God, as we try and live for you. And Father God, we just pray, Lord, that you would just have your hand upon the service this morning. God, we pray, Father, if there's one here lost, that you'd save their soul before it's everlasting and eternally too late. God, we pray, Father, if there's one here not serving you, God, we pray that you would help them to get in there and serve you this morning. Father, we love you. We thank you. God, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I preach on this thought this morning. Do we truly worship God? Do we truly worship God? Well, that's a good question, is it not? Do we truly worship God? The Lord. So, by way of introduction this morning, before we get started, uh, I want to look at a few facts about this book of Deuteronomy, and then I want to look at the context of what is going on here uh, in our scripture. So, as you and I open up the Word of God this morning, and we break our bread this morning here, uh, we come to this book of Deuteronomy, and there are a lot of people in our day and in our time, Brother J.R., that will say, well, we don't need to read the Old Testament, let's just stick to the New Testament, and everything will be fine. I'm telling you this morning, without the Old Testament, there will not be a New Testament. There's a lot of things in the Old that we can learn and apply to our lives. So if we didn't have this this morning, uh, uh, we'd be kind of lost without it, honestly. But friend, it's as you and I open up this book of Deuteronomy that we see this one man's name as it comes to a close here, and that is the name of Moses. So Moses here this morning is going to bid farewell, and then the children of Israel will almost 
again, almost coming to the promised land, which is the land of Canaan. Now it's in that land this morning when they get there that they are going to worship God. They're going to praise God. They're going to be in that land uh, that flows with milk and honey. So we see this morning, thank you, and we see this morning uh, that they're going in this land and, and they can have that worship. Now you and I this morning can have that worship this morning. We can be living in our, our land uh, uh, that we're safe this morning. We can praise Him. But I want to ask you the question this morning. Do we truly worship Him like we ought to? There's a lot of things going on in our day in the name of Christ that is not worshiping and honoring God. Amen. So another thing to know about this book this morning is the name of this book means the second law. And we see that it means that this morning because Moses here is laying down the law, if you will, of what the children of Israel must do to please God. Boy, if we'd worry about pleasing God our day, it'd be a lot better off. Amen. If we just worry about pleasing Him. But just like the children of Israel could not live just any old way that they please. Now this ain't going to be real popular this morning, but it's going to be right. Okay? You and I cannot live just any old way that you and I please and expect God to be pleased with our life. Amen. We cannot do that. God has laid down ways for you and I to live our life. The Bible said in Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now to get a hold of this, the Bible said, And ye shall be witnesses unto me, uh, uh, unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea, and in Samaria and to the othermost part of the earth. So because of that scripture, we send out missionaries to go where you and I cannot go. Amen. I cannot go to the jail cells out there. And if I do, please somebody post my bail because I need to be got out. But now I can't go to those places. God didn't call me there. But I'm telling you, the Bible said you shall be witnesses. So, whenever we go to work Monday morning, whenever we step outside the church, we are being witnesses of the name that's written on our heart. If you're saved, you're being a witness of Jesus Christ. So we see this morning, because of that scripture this morning, uh, we're witnesses everywhere that we go. Now, if you and I are not careful in this life, we're going to bring shame to God's name instead of bringing honor to God's name. You know, I, I, I really feel it's necessary this morning to say this. What we need in churches today is not worship of man, but worship of God. We're living in a day and time where folks are worshiping man and it's all about man and we can't lift man up on a pedestal because if you do, they're going to fall. We've got to lift up the name of Christ. So Moses is telling the children of Israel what it is they had to do when they got into the land where they could worship God. Now they could not worship God just in the old way that they pleased either. See, worship has to be done God's way. This ain't popular, I know. There's not going to be a lot of amens. It's okay. Now this same principle that applied to the children of Israel, even though we're not Israel, that same principle applies to our worship this morning. You and I cannot worship God any old way that we please for Him. I'm telling you, there's a lot of folk, uh, that there's a lot of things this morning that I guarantee you are going to be done in other places that does not bring honor to the name of Christ. 
I guarantee this morning the charismatic movement crowd are going to stand up and speak in tongues somewhere. You think that honors God? Well, the Bible said this over in 1 Corinthians 14 and 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. Amen. Amen. The Bible said, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I came this morning to tell you about Jesus Christ and prophesy that He's coming back one day because the Bible's unfulfilled there. Amen. Amen. That's edifying the church. Alright, so the church don't come together to edify ourselves. We come to edify and magnify and lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians 13 and 8, Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. That means, well, that Jehovah's Witness crowd is still prophesied that Christ was coming back twice. Now they're saying yes and then again. Bible said they shall fail. Now get a hold of this. The Bible said charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Amen. Amen. Uh, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Folks thinking they know more than God. Amen. Hey, we've got to realize we know nothing and that Christ knows it all. So tongues are ceased. Other languages can be spoken as long as there's an interpreter to interpret uh, what they're saying. So if we got somebody in here and they speak Spanish, somebody better be speaking English. Amen. But we ain't going to know what in the world's going on. Amen. So we see this morning. Why? None of that edifies the name of Christ. While I've had it, let me say this. Now, I'm all for shouting. Now, I'm all for waving my hand. I like it. But if God ain't in it, sit down and be still. And I've seen churches, amen, that, that, and they, what, listen, I, I'm just being as honest as I can. I don't know why God wants me to preach this, and I'm going to, and I'm going to like it. Amen. Now, you know, I've seen churches one side will try to outdo the other side. And it becomes a competition instead of worshiping God. I've seen preachers get up and preach while another one's preaching. The Bible said one's a speak at a time. That's not, that's not right. That does not bring honor to Christ's name. There's a man that stood up one time in a church. Me and my wife was there. And me and my wife looked at each other. Everybody's there shouting and hooting and hollering. Couldn't hear the preacher. And, and me and Amy just looked at each other and said, Do you feel that? She's all filled with And one man got up and threw his cane, plumb up in there. And I thought, well, this ain't a place for me to be. This is a Baptist church. Lots of things going on. So what does it mean to truly worship God? How do we truly worship Him? I mean, what brings honor and glory to His name? It's not a preacher trying to pump and prime a crowd to get them to do what he wants to do. That does not bring honor to God's name. Amen. And friend, I could go on and on and on. I stopped this morning. Hey, I don't think snake handling honors God's name. I don't believe it. The Bible says, Thou shalt not give up the Lord thy God. Why in the world? Anyhow, how do we worship Him? Well, let's look at the context of our scripture. I'll try and hurry. So we'll see what God is telling the people here is how they need to live and how they need to worship. You know, our lives ought to worship God. 
how we live it. So with that on our minds, let's read again verse number one. The Bible said, now therefore, here's the key. He said, now therefore, hearken, O Israel. That word hearken means listen. Unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them that ye may live. God has taught us what to do in the word of God. So here's Moses. He's begging and he's telling these people here that, that, that they need to obey God as they enter this land of Canaan. Now, they're, they're, to, they're told here that they need to do the word of God. So that means they're not only to hear it. Plenty of folks hear it. But they're to do it. So Israel must have had enough hearers in their day as well. Amen. But what needed was some doers. Amen. They were doing, they were to be doing God's word. So Moses is telling them to obey, to obey. Now let's read verse two. The Bible said, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. So this word of God that they were to obey, uh, they were not to add to it, they were not to take away from it. And the reason is this morning is the commandments are from the Lord. You can't add to God's Word and take away from it. So the Lord had brought them out of Egypt. The Lord here was about to deliver them into the land of Canaan. And this God was their God. So God don't change. So that tells me that God's way of worship don't change. We're, we're to worship Him the same way as those old boys did. Now the Bible said this in verse number 3. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did because of Baal Peor. Now get a hold of this. We're going somewhere. For all the men that follow Baal Peor, the Lord thy God hath destroyed them from among you. Well, God destroyed somebody, okay? God's God of love, but He is also a just God. Alright, so the Bible says in verse number 4, But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive every one of you this day. So there are some folks that had remained alive. Why? Because they clung... God. They said, whatever God wants, that's what I want to do. Whoa. Brings a whole new meaning to things, don't it? See, we're living in a society today that, I mean, nobody wants to obey anything. I mean, that's going to be the statement. I'm just going to be honest with you. If I don't have it, don't do that. I'm just kidding this morning, but I'm telling you, we don't want to obey anything this morning. Parents don't want, our children don't want to obey parents. They want to run to parents. Why? Well, sometimes you got to do a little boogie-boogie with them. Amen. And it helps sometimes. And don't shoot the preacher this morning. But I'm afraid that in our day, there are some people here as well this morning in our land that are holding on to false gods as well. We want to worship things more than we worship God. Now, I like things. Y'all know me. But we ought to put God number one. He's got to come first. Hey, listen to me. Uh, the Bible said this in verse number 7. For what nation is there so great, who with God so nigh to them, as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon Him for? Now this is talking about Israel. But I'm telling you this morning, God's near to America. He was. He's getting farther and farther away because we're moving, not God. Amen. And then the Bible said this in verse number 8, And what nation is there so great that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? Murder's still wrong. 
And God's given us that. In the Word of God. So Moses is here. And he is begging the people to obey God. You want to worship God? Obey. Obey. Well, that's not good preaching, is it? But it's right. So worship is not just hooping and hollering and having a hallelujah good time. Amen. Worship is not... All this stuff that we see, this this rock band uh, and these people that are rappers saying, oh, we love J.C. I don't know who J.C. is. I don't know who Jesus Christ is. I'm telling you, friend, there's a spirit that all that stuff worships and I'm not going to get into that today, but it's not the Holy Spirit. Amen. And just like in the land of Israel, there's false worship all around this morning. And what you and I need to do is we need to make sure that our life is something that will worship God. Boy, this broke my heart, broke me. God got a hold of me. And I'll probably use this scripture again, but the Bible said in John 4 and 24, God is a spirit. And they that worship Him, not might, not might want to, must worship Him in spirit and in truth. How do we do that? Well, I tell you, it'd be a good start. How about showing up? (laughs) Amen. Showing up. God said not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Hey, find a good church right here's one and plant there. And show up. Amen. Amen. Wednesday nights, we had church. Amen. Amen. Okay, I just thought everybody, I just want to make sure you knew that. Now, so these thoughts on my mind, I'm going to give you about four thoughts. And I'm going to preach on this thought. Do we truly worship God? Think about it. Does our life worship and honor and glorify Him? Well, number one this morning, God is speaking. But are we listening? Number two this morning, God is holy, but do we fear Him? Number three this morning, God's know-it-all. He is, but do we learn from Him? Wow, God is God, so let's just worship Him. Amen? Alright, so I believe in all these things this morning, these four key things, if we'll do them in our life, we can truly worship God. So God's question for us this morning is do we truly worship God or do we try and worship and please ourselves? Boy. Amen. I'm glad I got a few amens. Alright, let's get started. Let's look number one. And God is speaking... But are we listening? The Bible said in verses 1 and 2, Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Ye shall not add to the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish all from him, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. So here in these verses we see that God is speaking through the mouth of Moses and you and I know that our God not dead this morning. God is still yet speaking in 2021 and we're living this morning in the day of grace. God is still yet saving sinners. God is still yet telling us how to praise and worship Him in a way that honors His holy name. Hey friend, listen to me. The Bible said in Deuteronomy 30 and 14, but the word is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. Amen. Do it. 
Mackie used to have a load. I don't even want to use it. It's not like Mackie no more. But they said, just do it. Amen. Just do it. He said, the word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth. We're sitting in a church pew this morning. And the word of God is right here. That we may know it and that we may do it. You want to worship God? Do we truly want to worship Him? What's well, a good question? Do we truly want to worship Him? Or do we just want to be like everybody else? And who holler, boo hoo, cry, go Do we truly want to worship God? Say, preacher, I don't like this kind of preaching. Move on. Hey, man, I don't like it either, but I'm going to preach it anyhow. The Bible said Romans 1, 20 and 21, For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. The Bible said, Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was dark. And I'm telling you this morning that if we want to truly worship God, there's no excuse. put the stars in the sky and then gave us a word this morning told us what we're to do but what do we want to do really we want to disobey God disobey the word and throw it out and we don't want to listen to it now we like all them words in red amen but that's words in black in there too and they apply to our hearts and our lives just as much as words in red Amen. So we're living in a day and time where folk just want to keep what makes them feel good and throw the rest out. That's not what we're to do. Now listen, they'll do His Word. They will not do His Word. And the Bible plainly said, His Word is nigh thee. It's right there. Wow. So just knowing that God's Word don't change means that we ought to worship Him according to to his word. Well, a man by the name of Joshua Hershaw wrote this. He wrote, I believe we need God, a soul, and the word. Another man wrote this. His name is the Apostle Paul. He wrote it in Romans 10 and 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So it's here in our text this morning. We see that our God who created the heaven and the earth, he is speaking to men through his word this morning and trying to tell us what to do. But man has got to the place and to the point where God is speaking to us, but we don't want to hear it. We don't want to listen. We don't want to obey. We're like a child. Amen. How they are. I love them to death, but I know how they are. I was born and my daddy's sitting there this morning and I'm telling you when I was little I didn't want to listen to daddy either amen but I'm telling you if we'll humble ourselves and get under God and get under God's authority I'm telling you this morning we can worship him and praise him like we never have praised him before you say preacher why can't I shout why can't I raise my hand all of it stems from being obedient to God Hey, true worship. See, when you're in obedience and the preacher preaches something wrong, you don't have to say all me. You can say, Amen. Because you're living it. Amen. Hey, we ought to live it. And just like the children of Israel were to obey God's Word, if you and I are interested in knowing the truth this morning, if we really want to worship God, we're going to have to hearken to His voice and listen to what He's saying. 
Amen. Ain't it good this morning to be able to open up our Bibles and have God speak to our heart and speak to our mind. Ain't it good when you're going through something how that God will speak to your heart and give you peace when, you, when there's no way to find peace. Hey, it's good. Amen. But God is speaking in our day. And He speaks to men in all kinds of ways. He really does. But He speaks through His Word. And He speaks through Sunday school teachers. Amen. He speaks through the Sunday school superintendent. And He speaks through anybody that will stand up and open that Bible and talk about it. He'll speak through them. And God will speak to us through all kinds of things in nature. You know, it's amazing to me how, 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 how they, uh, what's them worms called that they turn into butterflies? Them caterpillars. <laughs> Amen. And it's amazing to me how you can see that if something as ugly as that will turn into a butterfly. I'm glad God can, some, can turn something ugly. Amen. It's something good. Ain't you on the inside? Amen. God speaks to us in many ways. There's no excuse. No excuse. God's speaking. And I'm going to say this. We're going to have to obey. We see that hearing this morning means this. I got it wrote down. It means to hear, to pay attention to. Oh my. Now, we're bad. Maybe. I'm never going to get all this preach. Instead of paying attention... Well, how many lights is in the chandelier? Wish somebody cut the fans on. Boy, it's feeling a little cold in here today. That's a little mood. Now, I'm not complaining, Brother David does a good job running that heat in there. I wouldn't want that man's job for nothing. Amen. <laughs> but I'm telling you this morning, we'll pay attention to all kinds of things, but we will not pay attention to God. Amen. Do we obey Him? Preacher, I want to worship Him. I want to praise Him. God knows my heart. I want to, I want to worship Him. You've got to obey. You've got to obey. The problem is, we'll hear the Word and go out the door and say, you know what I'm going to do? Whatever I want to do. No. Bring your mind to God's thinking. And say, God, whatever you'd have me do, this week's what I want to do. And I guarantee you, He'll want you to go to work and support your family. But I guarantee you, He'll want you to enjoy life. But He might want you to talk to your neighbor. He might want you to read your Bible. See, we don't want to obey. True worship comes from obedience. Jesus said in Matthew 13 and 9, here's some of them red words. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. He said, listen. And friend, it's hearing that Word of God and obeying that Word that was Israel's life. And when God speaks to you and me from that Word, what God is doing is He is set before us. Brother J.R. says it all the time. He's set before us a curse and blessing. That's Listen, the Bible says this. Uh, in Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 20, See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. I want you to take your Bible and put it in front of your face for just a second. Go ahead, pick it up. Now God has set before us curse and blessing. 
Alright, so get a hold of this. I want you to look at it. You can, you can put it down now. Thou says in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments and His statutes. Where are they found at? In the Bible. Uh, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee. It does not mean you'll get a Mercedes Benz. It does not mean that you'll have the finest clothes. But God will bless you spiritually if you'll read His Bible and obey the Word. Now the Bible said, God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But, here's the curse. But if, that, but if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away, and worship other gods, and serve them, I denounce unto you this day, that ye shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon life. I realize it's talking about Israel here, but this is a principle that applies. Whether thou passest over Jordan to go to possess, he said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life, and both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey His voice. See, the blessing is in obedience. The curse is in disobedience. And a lot of are going after false gods today and have fast folks and, and some following, some current, and based on how I like all that. But if that's what we're worshiping, we've got a problem this morning and we'll worship all that stuff. Amen. Instead of worshiping God, we'll obey a coach rather than God. We'll obey the government rather than God. And the Bible said that the government's wrong. We ought to obey God rather than them. Hey, they're a mess this morning. So how do we worship Him? Obey. Obedience. I'm afraid we're living in a day of men's hearts that are hard, that are cold, and that cannot be broken. God is speaking. But are we listening? When's the last time you've got broken about sin in your life? When's the last time that you got broken about missing church? When's the last time that you said, God, I cannot obey or I have not been obeying and I'm sorry. Why can't we worship God? You know why I think a lot of Christians of our day, honestly, I believe this, are walking around like this because they've left God. And I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to go back to where we left Him and we need to pick Him up. And we need to let Him dust us off and clean Amen. us up. Amen. And say, God, wherever You want me to go, whatever You want me to do, I will go. Amen. And I'll. We've left God. Do we truly worship God? What does it even mean? Obedience. Listen to this. The Bible says in John 15, 14 and 15, You are my friends. This is Jesus. If you do whatsoever I command you. Now that's Jesus talking. Amen. He said, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. He wants you to be his friend. He wants you to do whatever he commands. Obedience. The day we got saved, we began to obey the word. Why? Because we got saved by grace through faith. So we started right. But somewhere along the way, I feel like if we're not careful, we'll go astray. And that's when we have to get back in line with God and tune with God. How do we really worship Him? 
Well, do what He says. Do what He says. Obey. The old song says, trust and obey, for there's no other way. This guy had it right, the lady, the one that wrote it. To be happy in Jesus, trust and obey. That's how you be happy in Him. Number two, God is holy, but do we fear Him? Well, the Bible says in verses 3 through 4, your eyes have seen what the Lord did because of Baal For all the men that followed Baal the Lord thy God had destroyed them from among you. But ye that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive, every one of you this day. Now, most of us are familiar with Israel. Most of us know that they were persistent in idolatry this morning. And then we also know that they were also known for immoral practices. They, were, they rebelled on God, went away from God. And friends, just like the children of Israel were swallowed up with idolatry, the world in which we're living is swallowed up with it as well. Made an idol out of everything. Some folks talk about American idolatry. American idol when they talk about the Lord. Hey, boy. Listen, friend. While living down in Egypt, those Jews there, they got them a taste of what idolatry was like. And they done unmentionable things that I'm not going to mention this morning with temple prostitutes. And one old boy even brought that, brought that prostitute back into the Jews' land with Right in front of the face of God. Boy, that's what America's doing. Amen. And we don't worship Him as well because we've lost our respect. Boy, it's sad. Sad. The children of God in our day are putting up many things in this life before God when God said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That ain't popular. I know it wasn't going to get a lot of amens. But listen, the Bible says in verse number 3, Your eyes have seen what the Lord did because of Baal Peor. For all the men that followed Baal Peor, the Lord that God had destroyed them from among you. So all the people that day followed this man here. They threw their children in the fire and in the flame here. And Israel had failed so much from worshiping God that one of those old boys, as I said earlier, brought one of them girls back to the camp with him. And friend, those who choose to trust and fear God, they were still alive though why because they worship God so you know what this morning this tells me this word of God ought to be our life it ought to be now you look at me and if we're honest you probably say preacher it's not but it ought to be it ought to be so Moses tells the children of Israel in verse number three that your eyes have seen what the Lord did friend you and I have seen what God can do God can take a sinner and clean them up and save their soul. Boy, I tell you, we've seen lots of things. There's a preacher friend of mine, and he said, Preacher, my daddy would still be alive if he had done what God wanted him to do. He said, I know that. He said, God was calling daddy to preach. And he said, I watched daddy just fall over in the garden. He said, he's running from God. He said, he passed away. He was calling him to preach. Boy, we don't want to do nothing for God. Amen. Listen, the Bible says in Romans 12 and 2, and be not conformed to this world, Brother Shane read it this morning, 
But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The Bible said in 1 John 2, 15-17, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Hey, the Bible said, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God about it forever. If you and I are not careful this morning, friend, I'm telling you, we'll tread on ground with God that's shaky this morning. We'll live with one foot in the church and one foot in the world. And I'm telling you this morning, we have got to get back to our fear and our reverence and our respect for God or we'll never worship Him again. Wow. Worship Him. How do we do that? Obey and respect. Well, I tell you what, y'all, most of you are parents. How many of you like when your kid respects you? Why do? I like it. Makes me feel good. Worship, when you truly worship something, you want to bring honor to it. You want to bring glory to it. Folks worship them old model cars. I've seen them and I put them up where nobody can touch them. Amen. And and so see, we ought to worship God. Well, I don't want to please Him. We ought to want to bring honor to His name. We ought to respect Him. Boy, do we do that. Look, number three, God knows it all. But do we learn from Him? Listen at your Bible. The Bible says in verses 5 through 9, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me that ye should do in the land whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom. And your understanding in the sight of the nations. Whoa. Which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great with God so nigh to them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon Him for? And what nation is there so great that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently lest thou forget. Boy, we forgot the things which thine eyes have seen unless they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. You know what? This morning God through His Word has shown us how to glorify and how to magnify and how to praise His holy name. And friend, I'm telling you not one time do I see Him to, do I see God say sweet from a chandelier worship me. Not one time do I see this morning uh, do I, hey, there's, there's folks that will fall on the floor and look like they're having a seizure and call it worse. If you do that, I'm calling the doctor and we're going to get you some help. And I'm telling you, there's folks this morning that are not worshiping God because they have not learned. But it's right there for us to learn. But they've made it up. God's a know-it-all. Amen. He knows it all. But do we learn from Him? You see, some years ago when Christ died on that cross, he said, Now the Holy Spirit of God, the Bible said, He shall guide you in all truth. And I'm just giving you my heart. It's a sad day. It's a good day because the Lord's going to come back, but it's a sad day. I know a man right now calls himself a preacher. And he said, You know what? I, I, we're not, I'm not going to a church to preach, though. I'll do it on Facebook. 
Now come on. That ain't what God said. He said not to recite the assembling of yourselves together and this man don't go to church nowhere. You see what I'm saying? God's taught us. So He can't be the only one out there like that. God has taught us how to learn. And then I noticed this as they learned. Most people looked at them. They said, man, y'all know something about God. And they said, y'all know something about you. And I'm telling you, if we'll please God and live to please Him, people look at you. Now they might talk funny about you. But one thing they'll know, you know something about Him. And He knows something about you. We're learning all kinds of things. Learning all kinds of things. I'm not against a man taking and putting something on Facebook to get the gospel out. We're learning all kinds of things. The problem is we're leaving God to learn those things. Ever learning, never able to come to knowledge of the truth. Boy, what a sad day. How do we have wisdom? Miss Alyssa's probably going to go to college somewhere. I don't know if y'all are or not. But listen here. Where's your wisdom at? A Bible college teacher can teach you all the knowledge in the world. They can never teach you true wisdom. Amen. Read the book of Proverbs. And your wisdom comes from here. Amen. You want to worship God? Grow in Him. How do you grow in Him? Read. See, we've gotten to the place in our country and our nation where we think we have to have all this other stuff. Churches of our day think they have to have all this other stuff. But if you do all that and leave God out, I'm telling you, you're missing the mark. In your life this morning, if you leave God out and learn everything else, we're missing it. We're missing it. Number four, God's God. So let's just worship Him. Listen to this. The Bible says, especially the day that thou stoodest before the Lord thy God. In, thy God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children. Hey, I want to applaud the parents this morning that has brought their children to the house of God here in Sunday school because you're doing what the Word of God said. Who else is going to teach them this morning? I tell you who and where in God's house. But listen, friend, we ought to just praise His holy name this morning because He's God. There ain't no other God. He is He. I'm telling you, He created the heaven and the earth, made you and me from the dust of the and here we are this morning and all that we can do is try and brag on Him and praise Him for all that He's done for us. We wouldn't be sitting here this morning alive and well if God had never made us. So let's just praise Him for being God. God sent His Son to die on the old red cross so we can be saved. Boy, I tell you what, if that ain't something right there, that we can praise Him for. And you might want to get the wet off your wood. And you might want to get your light back and fire that thing up because your wood's wet. But I'm telling you this morning, just amazes me how at God 
would let us, little old us, worship Him. Are we worshiping Him? How do we do it? God is speaking. We've got to listen. We can't just worship Him any old way that we want to. Now, if God tells you to shout and run a lap, glory, glory to God, go ahead. Hey, man, Miss Linda, now if God tells you to throw your cane, go ahead. But if He don't, don't do it. Listen, God is speaking. We need to listen. God's holy. We need to fear Him. We need to respect Him. We need to respect Him. God knows it all. Learn from Him. Boy, don't it, don't it make you feel good when your kids learn something from you? I learned, my, I learned that uh, I can't hold a flashlight for my dad. I don't set that even one. But I tried to learn something from him. Amen. Daddy taught me a few things. Amen. But listen here this morning. God alone is God. So let's worship Him. He's God. Not all these things out here. You can have a nicest, newest Ford. And I'm glad if you do. If you drive a Chevrolet... I'm worried about you. I'm just kidding. But listen, that stuff ain't God. We've got to get our focus and our minds back to where God wants them to be Amen. so we can truly worship Him. Let's all stand. Our head bowed and our eyes closed this morning. I'm done.